Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back at it. Happy New Year. Hope y'all had a wonderful safe holiday season hopefully nobody ended up locked up family disputes arguing about your politics you know whatever people families do over the holidays you know how crazy shit can be um i'm back man it's don v fridays recording this on a wednesday because virginia tech twitter just never rests hokey twitter's always in shambles Everybody's always going through it. Everybody's always going at it. And I had to, hey, I had to get back in the booth, man. I had to lock back in. That's how crazy it's been the last day or so. We're going to get to the main event of the evening, but you know we always got to show love to my bookie. I don't know about you guys or me, but the game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team, regardless whether you've been betting for years or ready to play for the first time. My bookie is your best bet this season. It is the championship games in the uh, NFL playoffs, AFC championship game. You got Derrick Henry, monster ass, uh, literally running through cats for 190-something yards and going up against Pat Mahomes and then in the NFC you got my San Francisco 49ers up against Aaron Rodgers man my bookie fuck with my bookie man if you like to bet if you're the kind of person that likes to bet a little to win a lot try a parlay for instance if you like a couple of the big favorites this week parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout so if you're going to bet this playoff these playoffs you know, going into the Super Bowl, man, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. If you join right now, mybookie will double your first department deposit. Mybookie will double your first deposit. Sorry, I'm a little slow. Use the promo code CHAIR. C-H-A-I-R to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. That's mybookie.ag. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Like I said, mybookie.ag. Promo code CHAIR. Like the chair you're sitting in. Double, Double your first deposit, man. Get that money, man. Get Get your money right. You know, it's, it's, it's winter time, especially for a person like me. I'm a construction worker, so winter time is a 
work gets a little slower. It slows down a little bit. I don't know what industry y'all are in, but especially for me, a person that works in construction, uh, things kind of slows down a bit. It ain't as crazy as summertime. So you sometimes you got to make that money, you know. You got to be aged, yeah. Your bills don't stop just because it's cold outside. Remember that. Closed mouths don't get fed, man. You got to... You got to make that money, man, my boogie. But let's get to it, man. First of all, before I get into, you know, all this, the, the, the Fuente stuff, let me just show some love. Virginia Tech basketball, the Hokies beat Wake Forest 80-70. to 70. Uh, Basketball team is way ahead of schedule. Mike Young got them boys cooking. Um, I think I've apologized to Mike young on this podcast but let me do it again mike young my boy i thought you was some shit my boy I, i'll keep it above see in a world where everybody likes to like pretend like they didn't say what they said i'll be the one to say listen mike young my boy i thought you was some shit i didn't believe i ain't gonna lie i didn't believe in wofford i didn't believe in it i didn't think you had what it takes my boy uh, I, I thought she was on some. I, I thought we was doing some little boy shit, but no. Mike Young is out here working. Uh, salute to Mike Young, Landers Nolly, out here, ACC freshman of the week. I mean, like it's you, you can literally rename the fucking award after Landers Nolly at this point. It's his. It's his award. It's his trophy. Um. It's almost it's almost like Rashard Ashby. He was the ACC linebacker of the week like five, six times. It got to a point where, all right, let's just call it the Rashard Ashby Award because it's his shit. Same thing with Landers Nolly. Big middle finger to the NCAA. Landers Nolly should have been on last year's team. If Landers Nolly and Chris Clark played on last year's team, we probably would have beat Duke in the Sweet 16, man. We probably have found a four team. No cap, I promise you. That, like, that's how talented this dude is. But, uh, you know, can't live in the past, you know. Salute Buzz Williams. You know, how you doing? Let's get into it, man. This ain't going to be a real long episode, man. I'm going to just vocalize some, like, it's some stuff that, like, I guess I tweet. And when I tweet, I just got, I I, I guess I got to say it, you know what I'm saying, to, to, make, to make my thoughts clear. Sometimes I'm typing and. I'm tweeting and I'm responding and I, and I don't really get my thoughts out. So hopefully using this podcast, I can get my thoughts out. First and foremost, Jerry Kill, our Lord and Savior. Jerry Kill is gone, man. He he left for TCU. Apparently, him and uh, Gary Patterson is friends. Like all these coaches is friends, but they friends, friends. Like they like real close. Jerry Kill gone. I don't know exactly what position he took at TCU, but Jerry Kill got fucked up health. So I doubt it's like it's probably in a similar position, but I'm not sure. I don't I'm not reporting. I don't report on Don V Fridays. I just kind of, you know, give how I feel. But uh Jerry Kill's gone. Like gone gone for TCU. Like I said, I don't know in what capacity. Um, but I know his health was deteriorating the last time he was like really coaching. So I don't know if he can handle like the stress of like coaching. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe he just in another in another role where he just like telling Gary Patterson, like, look, man, you wanna do X, Y, and Z on Saturday. And he ain't gotta deal with like fans and shit. You know, you know how we get. We're crazy. Let me get into it. Uh what else happened? I I wanna I wanna cover all the bases before I uh, you know, get into the main event. Okay, Ryan Smith is the cornerbacks coach. We have Ryan Smith out of JMU. Um that was the final that was the final uh position that needed to be filled on the staff. <laughs> so we thought maybe it might be filling filling some more positions. <laughs> um I know nothing about um I know nothing about Ryan Smith. People tell me he can recruit Virginia. Great. Fine. I'm I'm with it. Uh I'm not here to criticize that man. Um, especially for taking a job. Um, I'm not about to sit up here and pretend like, oh, I knew that this is a home run hire. I ain't gotta do all that. Um they say he can recruit Virginia. Uh great. And and JMU as a football program is one of the best in FCS. So Obviously, uh, the growth and development of the players that he's coaching and, the, and, and recruiting has something to do with JMU's success. They did not win the FCS national title this season, but they've been a respectable, highly respected program at FCS. I ain't about to shit on those uh, JMU people. I don't hate JMU as, as much as some Hokie fans do. Maybe it's a regional thing. Even when JMU beat us, in 2010, like that, that was more us than them. Like we was going through some shit. We had just lost the game like five days prior. Our mind went on that JMU game. I don't hate JMU forever because they beat us, um, but some fans do, and maybe because it's regional. Like I didn't grow up in that part of the state, so maybe they see JMU people and JMU fans talk shit. A JMU fan ain't never like approaching me talking shit, so I don't know. Uh, but let's get into it, man. Y'all don't want to hear nothing. Y'all don't want to hear nothing about no Ryan Smith. Y'all don't want to hear nothing about no cornerbacks coach. Everybody's tuned in. I think. I think I know. I think I know my listeners. I think I know my supporters. We talking rumors. Justin Fuente reportedly is interviewing or interviewed for the vacant Baylor head coaching job. Baylor's head coach, Matt Rule, who is a great coach. He was great at the college level. I know that for sure. But I don't know what he'll do for the Carolina Panthers, but he was a great college coach. He was great at Temple, and he took a Baylor program that was in the wake uh, like a rape, like rape scandals and all kinds of bullshit they was doing it down there in Baylor, and he turned them into a winning program instantly. Like I think they did some losing last year. Of course, it was his first year, and he turned around and had them boys winning. And he's a highly respected coach around NFL circles or the NFL community, the NFL coaches. Like nobody. When his name came up for NFL jobs, nobody thought that was crazy. 
Nobody thought that that like like it's impossible. You know what I'm saying? Like it it seems like a good fit him in the NFL. They, like I said, the NFL community loves him, respects him. Uh, the Carolina Panthers gave him a hell of a lot of money, and uh, he's definitely set himself up for success as he he uh, he grabbed LSU's passing coordinator, some Joe Brady. I don't think Joe Brady was the, the LSU offensive coordinator. I think LSU got Joe Brady to just be like the passing game coordinator. And obviously, you saw what they what LSU's passing game did. It literally won them a national mm-hmm. title between Joe Burrow and all the uh between Joe Burrow and all the receivers. So, with the vacancy at Baylor. That leaves Justin Fuente. Reportedly, I got to keep saying reportedly because I don't report shit on Don V Fridays. Justin Fuente is the top candidate for the Baylor job. Um, I don't... I've seen uh, like some Baylor fans, they posted something about they po- they posted something about uh, uh Justin Fuente reached out first and what whatever it may be Justin Fuente and Baylor's names are connected right now now I'm not a f- I'm not a big fan of Justin Fuente he kind of lost me and it's not just on the field with Justin Fuente when it comes to me like some people can look at Justin Fuente directly on the field, you know, like thirty, like he's thirty-three and twenty, you know, what I'm saying as Hokies head coach, thirty-three and twenty. They could just look at thirty-three and twenty and look at okay, you got nineteen starters coming back next year. They're poised to have a great season. That's up for debate, but a lot of people are saying nineteen to uh, nineteen to twenty-two starters and uh. We're poised for a great season. They can and they can just look at that and look at what's what's coming and say Justin Fuente is a good coach. I feel differently. I can look at thirty three and twenty. A lot of those games, whether they were wins or losses, were against bad teams. Wins or losses. I can look at a lot of these games we played and they were against bad teams in a bad conference. Uh Justin Fuente started out 2016. He got us 10 wins. We was happy. Um, nobody hated him. Second season, I think we had nine wins. Lost our bowl game to Oklahoma State. Once again, um, nobody hated him. Or nothing like that. And then 2018, shit just kind of like went left. And it wasn't just about the losing. It's not just about losing. We suffered a lot of attrition coming into that season but it was just the way it was just the optics right let's talk about the optics it didn't look right like the team would just fold the team would just like get beat up get beat down like it was so easy to demoralize the team it was so easy to push the team around and then towards the middle and the end of the season you had transfers left and right. What's going on with the program? Why is 
you know, why is everybody going on with the program? Now, I'm a person, I don't look at every transfer as, ah, weak-ass kids, uh, ah, soft, soft generation. They just don't want to work, right? Ain't that what all the fucking boomers say? Like, ah, pussy-ass kids don't want to work for anything. And that's not the case. It's not always the case. Some, some, Sometimes you got to look at the situation as, okay, you got this many kids transferring. They all can't be soft, right? Not all of them. They all can't be weak, right? They all can't be good enough. Like he, they, he that was he's not good enough. He sucks. He wasn't gonna play anyway. He would. Okay, you're gonna always have two or three of those every year, no matter the program. You're gonna always have two or three people say, you know what? I'm not playing. I'm leaving. I I, I want to go home. I'm homesick. You're gonna have that. That's every program. That's that goes on in D three. Not about transfers. It was just the number of transfers combined with what was going on with the program. There was some resentment going on. There was legit resentment going on. There was some legit problems going on. And it was no longer just weak, uh, pampered kids that just, you know, wanna, they suck. Kids, sorry kids that just suck and couldn't get on the field. No, there was something going on. So when you com- And you combine that with the losses, and the mentality of the team, I was kind of out. And I was really out at the way just uh, Fuente handled everything. Like, he he made it seem like he didn't know what was going on, right? So he had a meeting, and he was like, what's going on? How can we fix it? What do you mean? That's your team. You should know what's going on. You should, you should be able to know the pulse of the room, but I don't want to hash out all this 2018 shit. I'm not a fan of them. Basically what happened in 2018, um, that turned me off of him. Uh, just as a coach, I don't think he's a bad human being. He's just not the coach for me. And that's fine. He's not the coach for me. All that said, if Justin Fuente takes this job at Baylor, um, he kind of leaves us in a in a in a in a funny spot because we do return so many starters, nineteen starters. Returning nineteen starters isn't like the biggest deal to me, but apparently to Hokie Nation that is a big deal. Just bringing back starters, right? Not uh, all Americans enough, and just you started last year, so you're going to be great this year. I don't subscribe to that. But, you know, I subscribe to, okay, you were All-American and you coming back. I can pencil you in as an All-American this year if you stay healthy. But just motherfuckers coming back. Okay. Cool. So he left that. He he would be leaving that. But um, it would just be fucked up timing. Because we would be having to scramble for a coach. Bud Foster literally just retired. Jerry Kill left. I don't. There's no head coach material on the current staff. N- none, zero. A lot of these motherfuckers on the staff that they hired have little to no Power Five experience. So we would be kind of fucked as far as coaches are concerned. He, like I said, he would be leaving 
something as far as a, a roster. He wouldn't really be leaving much as far as coaches, especially the coaches he's going to take with him. Definitely going to take Corny with him. That's like he, they're joined at the hip. So he would be kind of leaving us in a, in a fucked up spot. Uh, a team that was gunning for the Coastal. I can say that confidently. We're gunning for the Coastal. Coastal is the worst. It's the worst uh, division in, in Power 5, definitely. But we was gunning for it. Somebody got to win it. Um, and, a, and it's just been, a, it's just ever since that, that report came out that Justin Fuente's interested in the Baylor job or Baylor's interested in them, it's been a civil war amongst Virginia Tech fans. And you have fans of Justin Fuente because I don't know if I want to call them Hokie fans. They seem like they're Fuente fans. Uh, just coming at people like me saying, well, who do you want to be the head coach? Y'all, y'all got all the answers and all this and that. Who do you want as coach? First of all, I'm not taking the job. I didn't interview for no job. I'm not interested, I'm not interested in, in Baylor's job. So it don't matter who I want as coach. He wanted, he's interviewing for jobs, not me. I didn't fire nobody. So I don't, you know, all this, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like his Fuente's defenders, his fans, they out here like wanting answers from the fans, from people who wasn't a fan of the guy. Like, well, well who, who, who you going to make the coach? Who, who do you want to be the coach? That ain't got nothing to do with me. I didn't take no job. I didn't, I, I got nothing to do with that. Uh, as far as I was concerned, I was poised to have Fuente back as Virginia Tech head coach in 2020. This got nothing to do with me or anybody. No fans put Fuente up to this. No fans had him take this uh, job interview or pick up their calls, none of that. This ain't got nothing to do with me. So, you know, let me just, let me just say that. This ain't got nothing to do with me. But, uh, yeah, man, just it's just been a civil war. It's people saying, oh, you're going to get what you wish for and uh, be careful what you wish for. Like I'm saying, like I've been saying, what I wish for got nothing to do with that man taking a job or, or looking for a job or interviewing a job. And this is the same man who who's all on recruits ass saying, if you taking visits, then you're not committed. Let's be real. Okay, Chief, let's be real. If you taking interviews while you already got a job, sound like you got one foot out the door to me. So you ain't committed. But, you know, of course, when it comes to college football head coaches, it's do as I say, not as I do. You know, the rules are always different for them. But when it comes to the when it comes to the players, they better be one hundred percent bought in, or they can get the fuck out. That's been Justin Fuente's basically his mantra since he's taken the job. Buy in or, or get gone. Doors over there. But when they come to him, you know he can do what's best for him and his family. But can't nobody else keep their options open? Hell no. I need you to sign before early signing day. I need you to sign on early signing day. Not regular signing day. I need I need dotted line, or or you can continue with your recruitment because you will not be here. That's it. That's his shit. While he out here looking at jobs on the side, 
I've been saying it uh, for maybe a year now, a year and a half. I'm not a fan of the guy because of shit like that, because of how he carries things. And he is the absolute worst at dealing with shit storms like this because a real coach or, you know, one of the one of the better coaches will come right out. They will come right out and kill all these rumors. They would say, Hokey Nation, listen, they interested in me. I'm not interested in them. I'm interested in being Virginia Tech's head coach for 2020, 2021, 2022, and so on and so forth to the day I die, I'm going to be a Hokey. That's what a coach comes out and does. But if but if Justin Fuente was truly building what all these fans have been trying to tell me for two years that what he's building, then why would he even entertain another job? Because if he felt like he had a national championship level roster on the come up, he wouldn't even be entertaining no jobs. He'd be like, no, I ain't going nowhere. You think I'm going to build up a championship roster so somebody else can hit on it while I caught all the flack for the losing? Hell no, I got something cooking down here. I'm, I might, I'm going to play this season out and then look at jobs. Even he, I, even in his heart of hearts, know that what he got cooking up ain't nothing too crazy. He might got a 10-win season in his pocket. But that's the standard. He cooking up normality. And trying to pass it off as elite. You know? And it's working to the fans that don't know shit. But to fans like me and most of my listeners, they already know what's going on. So, that's where we at. Um, I got to say it again. Justin Fuente, has, as, as I record this, has not taken no job at Baylor. As of right now, it's Wednesday, he is still Virginia Tech's head coach. But he is one of the top candidates to replace Matt Rule at Baylor. Um, it's been confirmed by ESPN. He's the, he's the top candidate. So... We, 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 only thing we can do is wait, see, speculate. You know, that's the only thing we can do. Wait, see, speculate. Um, he, he's not a talker. He's one of those Belichick types. He don't really do no talking. Um, I haven't seen any statement come out from his camp. I don't think Virginia Tech put out a statement. Whit Babcock put out a statement. All it has been is refresh the timeline. Refresh the timeline. That's all you can do is refresh the timeline. That's all we can do. I'll refresh it right now while I record, just to make sure I'm not breaking news. Breaking news, everybody. You know how that goes. Let's do a... Yep, I don't see nothing where I feel like I need to report anything. But yeah, that's where we at, though. We got to just refresh the timeline and see if this man's still our coach. It's been players... That's gotten on Twitter, and they've been talking about man, y'all don't y'all don't know what y'all talking about this this and that, and then they get on Twitter the next day like, oh shit, yeah, bro, he might be leaving, yeah, he just didn't talk to you, you you getting the same information you getting the same information we getting, so uh, it's just been one of hey, no days off in hokey Twitter right, no days off man. 
No days off. Yeah, there's nothing that I got to report. Okay, so that's it for Don V Fridays. This was a, a special emergency type episode. If anything happens from now until Friday, I will record another podcast. Just to break down if he was, if, whether he comes out as leaving a stand. If anything comes out that's that's newsworthy, I'll do another podcast, um, short podcast just to touch on it some more. I just felt like I needed to put out something for the people because there's other VT outlets and I'm not here to throw shade on no other podcast and no other people. I'm not here to do that. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of most of them. I'm a I like everybody. But sometimes I just feel like I feel like I speak for the fans. Like I feel like I speak for the people. I don't speak for the I don't speak for the people that's you know rubbing elbows with the rich people the boosters and all that i i I don't i'm not that person i feel like i'm speaking for like just the fans and i and i understand that the other people are fans too but i feel like sometimes they try to like see it from the corporate perspective or see it from the coach's perspective and i'm just trying to give you like a fan's perspective period like that's it. Like I'm just a, a a normal person, you know what I'm saying? So they going they going to make their podcast too and I'm going to listen to them and you know, we can agree and we can disagree and all that. But sometimes I feel like I just keep it a band, man. I feel like I'm the only one kicking that real sometimes. Not that everybody else ain't um giving out putting out good content. I just feel like sometimes people hold back or people are afraid to always say exactly what it is they need to say and person like me like i don't care i truly don't care like i'm not trying to line up no interviews with no players or no coaches i'm not trying to none of that shit i'm not accusing them of that i'm just saying i'm not trying to be buddy buddy with nobody that works there I'm just here to give my truth, whether that's right, wrong, or otherwise. I'll always come out and say I was wrong, if I am. But I'm just here to tell how I feel. Same thing with my Twitter. Like, it's just how I feel, right, wrong, or indifferent. Like, you don't got to like it. You know, you don't got to like me. But just know when I'm speaking, this is just how I feel. You know? It's not to get nothing. I ain't asked nobody to click this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I'm going to just be saying anything. Anybody, everybody that's listening to this, at, especially at this point, know how I am as a person. Know who I am as a person. I'm just here to get at real. So That's it. All gas, no brakes, man. That's it. <laughs> so anything comes out, here it is Wednesday. Anything comes out Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, or Thursday night, I'm recording another podcast. Uh to report on that too because it's crazy that's it man see y'all until the next episode god bless